Okay, beautiful. So today we've got Ali on the Becoming Cosmic for You podcast and I have a feeling it's going to get a bit juicy because Ali helps people connect with their bodies to have amazing orgasms. So Ali, <laughs> over to you. Um, explain to us where you come from, who you are and what you do. Hi, thank you so much firstly for having me on your podcast. It's an honour. Um, I'm a women's pleasure coach. I'm well, I'm technically a somatic practitioner, a pleasure practitioner. I can work with men or women, but my main passion is helping women to reconnect to their body, their orgasmic energy, their pleasure, all of that, so they can just awaken the depth of their free-flowing pleasure. It's my absolute passion in life (laughs) to see women come to life in this way is just it's incredible because pleasure I always say the the orgasms are just a byproduct of being connected to your body you know and back in the day when I started my own journey I was so fixated on you know my inability to orgasm without a, a super high powered vibrator I was so fixated on that and I wanted to quote unquote fix that and also my low libido but once I began the journey of reconnecting back to me taking the goal off the orgasm that's when everything started flowing freely and so this is what you know is so empowering for women and so exciting to watch because it's basically a woman coming to life you know, she's reconnecting with the depths of her. So it's, it is juicy and it's, it's incredible and it's delicious and it's magical. Yeah, I love that. And I think, you know, women of a certain age as well, I think especially when you go through childbirth, you really mm. kind of become disconnected um, from who you are and, and what you can achieve. And um, yeah, orgasms are amazing as well for manifestation, right? There's, there's nothing you can't yeah. manifest with an orgasm. that's exactly right exactly right and orgasm is a lot of people don't understand this they think orgasm you know is a particular spot on the body and an orgasm is a build-up and a release of energy in the body and we can connect to this in any way we can connect to it without touch but that energy is our life force energy so you're right it is so potent and so magical and so powerful when we connect to that and and mix that with manifestation and and tapping into what we want and our creative juices as a woman it's it's yeah it's it's awesome so where do you think um what are the kind of issues that you usually see your clients come into you with are they they at a certain starting point where they're like not connecting with their partners or what what usually happened yeah um a lot of these women they're not having the the sex and intimacy that they want full stop um whether that's from their own disconnect to their body or they're in a relationship that doesn't serve them or their partner isn't open and willing to try or a combination you know of all things 
but they're certainly not experiencing the sex and pleasure they desire. A lot of the women I work with struggle to let go, Mm. let go of control. A lot of these women are often heavily in their masculine energy, heavy in the doing, and they have to be in control. They feel like if, if they let go, you know, it's not safe. They've got to be thinking about, well, what am I doing? The kids need this. The kids need this. Dinner needs this. So then it comes to the bedroom and they can't just let go and surrender to that moment, to the pleasure in their body, to to that, you know, energy with them and their partner. And when we are in our head, so as I was saying before with the orgasms being the build-up and release of energy, when we are in our head, we are disconnected from that energy. So it's impossible to feel the depth of your pleasure when you are in your head. You can, you know, force things to happen. You can force, you can bypass that emotional body with things like um, vibrators, high-powered vibrators, horn, you know, this is where people turn to other things to essentially rely on that forcing something to happen. Mm. Um, but yeah, a lot of the women, and there's nothing wrong with toys. Let me let me just clarify this. A, a lot of a lot of women think because I I help a lot of women to feel their orgasm without toys potentially for the first time, which is what my journey was. There is nothing wrong with any way that you decide to enjoy pleasure, <laughs> consensually. But a lot of these women, and including myself, are frustrated at relying on that certain way to feel something Mm. and they want to feel just free to to melt into their pleasure and that they can experience you know via penetration they can experience it however they desire rather than relying on one specific tool and yeah as I was saying before it requires the deepest vulnerability to let go to this energy in the body, which is our emotional body. I won't get too technical in there, but that's our emotional body. It requires a deep vulnerability to just let go in that moment to whatever is going to arise. And a lot of women, because, you know, we've never been taught how to connect to our body, it's almost like it's not safe for us to let go of that control and just be in the body and in that moment. So there's always a part of us that's in our mind or just just holding on to that control. And when when we learn to surrender, connect to our body and surrender, then oh my god. Oh my god. The the orgasms can just flow over and over, you know, like that energy does. And it's it's incredible. Mm, I think surrender is like such a big topic that's coming out with everyone that we spoke to on the podcast and it's such um, I think it's the kind of thing that you have to actually experience right for yourself because it's more of a doing thing than an actually um, saying thing you have because everybody experiences it differently right we're all completely unique Uh, we experience surrender in such a different way so what advice would you give to someone who is really struggling to surrender and give up control? I, I would suggest starting with your own. I always suggest to women, so if they're struggling to let go, you know, during sex and have the sex they want, start with this by yourself. Mm. 
So start your self-pleasure practices and self-pleasure is different to masturbation. Masturbation is goal orientated, right? I want an orgasm. I want this to happen. Yum. This is what I want. I want the release. Self-pleasure is learning about connecting to the body with whatever arises in that moment and letting go to whatever arises in that moment, whether it's residual anger or sadness or anxiety, whatever comes up, letting go to that and that energy will move. So you start with your own practices, even as simple as, you know, a, a little somatic meditation, which is was a huge part of the work that I did to connect me to my own free-flowing energy. And I actually have a, a freebie that I am just about to release now so women can, can use this. But it's almost like a meditation where you are learning to be in the body more. And the more you do this, the more you will be able to let go and surrender to what's there. And the more you can let go and surrender in your own body, the more you will trust your body's wisdom and intuition that you can let go in the presence of your lover. Does that make sense? Yeah, perfect sense. I love that. One of the um, one of the activities actually I used to give my private one-to-one clients, I don't tend to work one-to-one with many people anymore, but I used to always say you need to connect with your body and you need to um, connect with, you know, self-pleasure in sessions as well. I think um, mm. a lot of us have been shamed over touching our bodies in a pleasuring way. And, you know, I would teach them how to connect, how to pleasure and how to use that orgasm for something magnificent. And I think a lot of us have been shamed over the years. It's like a collective shame around sex that women should only be able to have one orgasm. Well, you know, Mm -hmm. that's not true. (laughs) We get to have it over and over again. I mean, I've got a female partner, so I'm quite lucky that... um, I get to experience <laughs> the over and over and over again thing. <laughs> I know, I know, you know. <laughs> but right, there is there is still so much shame and taboo around this. And even for myself, when I when I was, you know, many years ago I started this journey and I was starting to reconnect and look at my body and my my see I don't know if I could say it I say it in a very empowering yeah, way everyone's different but I love that word I, I love it I feel it's a very empowering word um but even looking at myself with the mirror work starting to connect to that part of me and I tell this story all the time that when I first started doing that I thought there were going to be ghosts looking at me in the room and I was so embarrassed <laughs> I was so embarrassed. I thought, what if someone's looking through the window? What if there's ghosts? You know, this, and I didn't realize that I was carrying that shame because I pretended I was this confident woman. Mm. And it dawned on me when this happened, I had this sudden realization that how can I surrender to the pleasure that that part of me holds? if I'm embarrassed to even properly look at that part of me and touch that part of me in the mirror, it's part of me. If I can't do that without feeling, you know, grossed out or shame or embarrassed, of course, when someone else is down there, 
I'm not going to feel comfortable to surrender to that pleasure. So it was a massive light bulb moment for me and for a lot of women that I work with or do my, I have an incredible six-week course that I've been running for the last few years. You know, a lot of these women, you know, were like me that perhaps outwardly confident and they start this journey and they go, wow, okay, it makes sense. It makes sense why I was struggling with pleasure and why I thought it was, you know, hard to feel pleasure because I couldn't even connect to that part of me freely. And, you know, so it's, it's, and it's not about removing the shame. The shame will go when you start focusing on the connecting and then when that shame arises so again it's energy it's all the energy in the body if you're getting the tightness in the chest you know whatever you stay with that sensation rather than going to the head and going yes I'm embarrassed because ghosts are looking at me or something <laughs> like that come back to that sensation stay in the body stay in the body that energy will move and the more you stay in the body, the more you're going to feel that orgasmic energy and when that pleasure builds. Mm. Yeah, my mm. team also said, like, how you receive one thing is how you receive everything. And and this has come up quite a lot as well, is that I think a lot of people in, in the 3D world at the moment are wanting to receive more abundance, you know, in the form mm. of money or energy. But, you know, how you see receive one thing is how you're going to receive everything. So if you can't receive pleasure from somebody or receive energy or receive a compliment, then oftentimes you will get stuck at these invisible, like, um, glass ceilings, my team is saying. So you really got to look at everything, haven't you, holistically and say, you know, what what is connected here? Because everything is always connected absolutely that's why I love these discussions with other you know people like yourself that it's it's all it's different to the work we do but ultimately it is it's all connected it's part of us our higher self but I love how you said I love that word receive because to receive you have to fully surrender and be open and mm. that is something a lot of women struggle with so that that is is huge and also when you said you know the way we you know one thing this made me think of you know I'll, I'll say to women and I've spoken about this on social media that the way you so if the only way that you get yourself off is with a super high powered vibrator and that's all you've ever done which was me it's not fair to then go into sex and expect something different. It's possible for something different, but it's not fair to expect that of your partner. If that's the only way, the one way that you've known how to connect to your body, that's going to be the way that you generally are going to connect and need during sex. Mm. So it's about opening yourself up and connecting to your body in the way that you want to then experience pleasure with someone else. Because mm. the way you the way you do one thing, and with men, with masturbation, when I talk to men, like I said, I don't talk as much to men because women are my main area, but I do love talking to men. 
that, you know, they'll talk to me, oh, I want to last longer in bed. And I'll say, what's your masturbation like? And they'll say, oh, just a quick jerk off, quick release, boom, go. Mm. And I'm like, the way you do one thing mm. is the way you do everything, the way you condition yourself. So start trying to edge and build and lengthen that with yourself and watch what happens in the bedroom. Mm. It's, it's if you're conditioning your body to be used to one certain way, then you, you're not going to, you know, be able to receive anything different. Well, it's going to be very hard. Mm. Yeah, that's powerful because we see it in our work as well, people using their words or their intentions around something and it's that that's blocking them and it sounds like it's the same in your work is that if you tell yourself that you only orgasm uh really really very quickly then that's what you're going to experience you're manifesting that right you're perpetuating this spelling of words that you are sending out as a manifestation and and that is the blocker and I always say to people when they ask me like what is my blocker usually always my my answer is you (laughs) it's you blocking me Absolutely, absolutely. And one of the things that held me back for many years and that I speak openly about is I don't know if you've heard the statistic that I don't even know exactly what it is, but 75 or 80% of women need vibration to come. And I would hear this statistic over and over and I know in one way it's comforting and it was comforting to know that I'm not alone when I was back. So I had never had an orgasm without a vibrator. Mm. And even with a vibrator, it was hit and miss. And sex to me was, you know, I could somewhat enjoy it once I started, but it was waiting, waiting. It was like this anxiety waiting for my toy to come out to see if it would work. Mm. Right. And So I would hear that statistic and read that statistic and part of me was, it was relieved to know I wasn't alone, but part of me then relied on that for ages going, well, that's just how it is. Most of us can't come without vibrators. And that is what I I reinforced in my head. And what I now know, and when I went on to study and, and working with women, that percentage of women who can't, they, they currently don't, or have never been able to come without a vibrator, it's not because they are unable to. Mm -hmm. It's simply because we have not been shown how to connect to our body in this way. Every woman can because, like I said, it's it's the energy in the body. And so that that statistic and hearing this was what is, you know, a lot of women will go, yep, that's okay, I'm one of those women I can't mm. come without a vibrator. Mm. And so then it, it just, you're right, it's manifesting more of that. I am this woman who feels stuck in my pleasure. You know, that's just it. I need a vibrator to come. I need a vibrator to come. Mm. Rather than, so in, sorry. Sorry, go on, carry on. <laughs> in my, in my six-week course, mm. a whole module, a whole week on that, shifting the identity and those I am statements and going into the subconscious blocks of, you know, rewiring that to, yeah, I am this, I am this pleasure-filled goddess. 
I feel my pleasure over and over freely and, you know, shifting that identity. And I would write that in my journal, manifesting journal, way back. So when I was still the woman who would subconsciously start fights with my partner, I didn't see it then, subconsciously start fights with my partner early in the, earlier in the day to make sure sex was off the table. You know, I was that woman. I was that woman. I didn't, you know, feel my pleasure freely, yet I started writing in my journal. I experienced the most mind-blowing, soul-expanding, deeply connected intimacy and sex, and I would write all these phrases over and over, and it was hilarious because it was so far from what I was. Mm-hmm. But I knew that's to tap into I had no idea I hadn't even come across any sexuality coaches online at that point and when I started tapping into this I just knew that there was a part of me that wanted this then the women the sexuality coaches started popping up on my Facebook feed and I was like <laughs> who speaks about this what are these women talking about who is this but there was a part of me that was like okay I'm gonna I'm gonna listen I'm gonna be open and then, yeah, Bob's your uncle. It started there. But, yeah, I, I started shifting my identity before I even knew and understood how I was going to make this happen. I just started stepping into that version of me, that identity, that part of me that I knew was there and stopped listening and buying into these things that I would read online. Mm, that's so powerful you know I always talk about societal limiting beliefs and the collective energy because like you say if you buy into these um rules if you like these thought forms then you become one of them but actually what Mm. you want to do is just to become more of you and um how how um you do that is just by knowing yourself right what you want and turning off all the noise around you and unfortunately in the 3d world we're bombarded by noise aren't we by fear by tactics by people comparing themselves to other people and actually none of that matters like none of it matters it's all about what you want what works for you (laughs) and um and and the more you connect to you like it's so easy for me now I used to get triggered by other people or if somebody didn't like me or, you know, if somebody said something and then I would overthink it for days thinking, what did they mean? What did whatever? Now it's so easy for me to go, hmm, that's not for me, move away, or I'm not for them, or that's that's not, you know, I know my boundaries. Purely because I spent all that time connecting to me that it's very easy not always, of course. There's sometimes you 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 know whatever, but I just come back to well that that's it doesn't bother me. It doesn't phase mm. me that what they do has nothing to do. They're on their own journey. It's got nothing to do, and I am not prepared to hinder my journey anymore for someone else or for someone else's beliefs. They're not mine. I don't choose to take them on, yeah. and. The more connected you are to yourself, the more you know your own boundaries, the more you know your own path. And bringing back to pleasure for a minute, you know, a lot of women will, you know, be dissatisfied with their partner pleasing them. And I'll say to them, do you know 
what you like for your body. Mm. Do you know what it takes for you to feel connected enough to open up? How can you, how can you again expect that mm. from your partner when you don't know what you want? You're just blindly going through life, you know, taking on everybody else's things and not going, well, hang on. This is what my body needs. And then sitting down and communicating, going, I would love this. I feel this. You know, you've got mm -hmm. to connect more to yourself and what you desire to then know the levels and the standards that you expect from someone else. Mm, I agree. I always say to people, you know, your your partner or the people you work with aren't mind readers. You've got to no. you've got to be vocal with your desires. And I think a lot of women have got um we deal a lot with people who've had uh what we call past life trauma but it's just trauma of like the chakra you know they have issues actually communicating verbally they've had other lives where they've been tortured or murdered or heads cut off or hung or you know all these type mm. of uh things issues that create a mark or an imprint on the body but you know it's a process isn't it like anything going through these layers doing your healing speaking your truth mm asking for your desires and the other thing my team is saying about inner child I think a lot of there's a lot of fear for people actually voicing their desires because their needs weren't met as children so they always mm. digress to that inner child that didn't get her needs met as a child so why now should I ask for something because the answer is going to be no or I'm going to be shunned or I'm going to be judged I'm going to be shamed and and many of us were brought up in that way you know I know I was I was brought up in the 80s and you know we we were told that we should be quiet and not seen and you know all these negative things and it takes a long time to unravel and, and heal and and know that you're safe mm -hmm. to speak and ask for whatever it is you want and also if someone says no that's okay <laughs> everyone's <laughs> allowed to have that boundary and say no right <laughs> that's exactly exactly and and I you know when things don't work out or you know for me now I just look at it and go hmm well obviously there's something better for me yeah <laughs> or, I, that's that's how I just see it now and I and I'll tell myself that I know that I'm going to see down the track very soon why that didn't work Oh, no, and it always ends up showing up and I'll go, ah, okay, that's why that didn't work out because this was waiting for me. Yeah. You know? That's so true. And, like if, mm. if one cl door closes, there's a reason, and usually the universe is wanting to give you an upgrade, right? We, as humans, mm. really settle for, like, the minimum, the bare minimum because we don't want to push ourselves outside of that comfort zone. We're programmed that way in our mind. But actually, mm. you say no to just the mediocre. Usually, the excellent and the magical turns up. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. And women who settle—I also talk a lot about that settling for mediocre sex and pleasure. And you've got to make a, a stand for yourself and go. Well, no, I'm not going to settle for this anymore. Mm. Whether it's I'm going to work on, you know, connecting to myself and, and then communicate that with my partner, whatever. But it's no. I, I was born for incredible soul-expanding sex. Like I was, I, I want, 
you know, to want sex with my partner. I want to be intimate in that way and I'm going to stop settling for, you know, this this mediocre, this meh that does nothing for me and I'm going to, I'm going to claim what I was here for, which is, you know, magical and mm. and yeah, it's a lot of a lot of us, a lot of women will settle in relationships that don't nourish them, mm. or you know, in all areas, not just not just partner, intimate partner, but friendships or or whatever. We settle and we just get in a rut. And we don't realize how much that's that's not even lighting up our soul anymore. We're just we become complacent and not realizing what the universe does hold for us if we just open ourselves up to receiving that and actually boldly claiming what we really want. Mm-hmm. And that mm-hmm. takes a lot of um courage, right? Because you've got to admit to yourself that everything you're doing right now is a bit of a lie. <laughs> I don't know if you've been through that process, but I remember I did about 10 years ago and it was like I did every single area of my life and I was like, oh, shit, nothing is working. Everything feels like shit. I've got nobody. I've got nothing. (laughs) But then I was like, okay, let's get to work. You know, you start building, don't you? And then you get to a stage and you're like, oh, no, actually, I need to cut this out. But that takes a tremendous amount of courage because – and trust right because you've got to trust yourself that you're going to get through it and you got to trust the universe that the universe is going to provide and surrender to it all like that that takes practice <laughs> right and the universe will always take care of us and always provide when we trust that and many women have come to me and perhaps people might be listening now you know being triggered by this with the pleasure and thinking oh, you know, perhaps am I in the wrong relationship, whatever, and women will come to me and I will never, ever tell any. That's their decision what to do. But I will say take that stress away from whether that's right or wrong for that relationship. Focus on connecting to you. And the more you do that, the more you will know the answer and you will know what you need to do in that next step. But it, it kind of it becomes this, realization for a lot of people that they they have been settling in certain areas and I just and then it becomes this panic like you said because it's you know I don't trust that if I I don't know I don't know and I just say come back to focusing on you just learning to surrender to that and connecting to that and that voice will speak louder that Mm. you'll be able to trust that path trust the universe and what's in store for you Mm. yeah so true and my team are just saying you've got to remember that having a relationship is um not 50 50 it's it's a hundred percent on each person you know it, yeah. it's not like I will give you 50 percent if you give me you've got to give a hundred percent to yourself first of all and then you've got to give a hundred percent to a relationship so I think a lot of women when they get to that stage they're probably just seeking you out to, for your validation to say is this working or not but at that point, they probably already know, right, the answers, but they're just hiding behind it and needing you to give them an answer. But in reality, we already know what we need to do, just not taking the action. One of the things I say to my clients a lot is just get the fuck on with it. <laughs> and they're like... I love that. Like, I love <laughs> because oftentimes, right, it's just taking the action that they've forgotten to do. 
it's their commitment to the universe and saying, you know what, I'm going to take my little piece of action like a chess game and then the universe will come in and match you with its piece of chess. But most of the time people forget that they've got to make changes or they've got to make space or they've got to do something. You've always got to do something, even if that something is absolutely sweet, F.A., right? Mm. Yeah, haven't you? Mm. There's always something to do. And so many people forget. And so many times I just say to my clients, just get the fuck on with it. Because just taking action, even if it's imperfect, it's messy, it's chaotic, will get you the answers. It will get you the data. And that I, that's what I feel like I am here for, just to collect data and process it and see whether it's for me or not and and that's that's all I do really led by my heart and I think people forget that just to take the action (laughs) yeah no I love that I love that and it 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 reminds me of um what was that there's a there's a is it a meme or a joke or, or something where and I'm not religious at all, I'm spiritual, but this this joke or meme is religious and it's something about there's a, a, a guy who needs help, I can't even remember, and he keeps saying, God, so let's say universe, universe, help me, help me, um, I need help. And then this something comes, oh, my God, I'm stuffing this up, but something comes along, it's like it's something comes along and he says, no, no, no. I trust the universe will help me. I trust the universe will help me. Something else comes along. No, no, I trust the universe. And eventually mm. the universe says, I gave you this, 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 and you didn't do anything with it. <laughs> you didn't yeah. do anything. That's, that reminded me of that. It's like, well, yes, the universe will back you, but you gotta follow that. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you know, follow those nudges and do that. <laughs> Whatever yeah. that is, you gotta follow that. Yeah. And sometimes it doesn't make any sense, does it? Some of the stuff that my own team, I, I call them my team, but, you know, they're just my inner guide kind of thing. But um, some of the wild goose chases my team have sent me, I've been absolutely fucking ridiculous, you know? And further on down the line, I look back and I'm like, well, you told me to do X, Y, and Z. But they're like, well, you needed to learn that lesson. And that was the yeah. quickest, fastest easiest route that you you had so I think what a lot of people do is they they followed the advice of themselves or their guide or whatever and then they learn a lesson and then they think that they took the wrong action because they learned a lesson but actually you learned the lesson and what were the lessons that enabled you to grow and 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 so I think people create a lot of doubt for themselves because they assume that when they follow that nudge unless it's like oh my god I, I won a hundred thousand or I got a new client, or I did this, unless it's something really juicy, they assume it was the wrong te- step, but really, it wasn't. It was part of your process. <laughs> Absolutely. There's been many, many things that now, like I was saying before, I can look at. So I would sit there just begging, praying to the universe, you know, just give me this thing. I just want this thing. Am I not good enough? What is going on? I've done the work. It's been so long. Just give me this thing. And I get really upset that am I doing, you know, this is what I was doing, really upset that am I doing something wrong? What's going on? And then I can look back now and go, whoa, they, they didn't get what I wanted at that point because 
I had to do this or learn this or whatever, and now it's more magical than I even thought, you know, and and I had to take those steps and learn those things. And so now when I'm stuck in that that state, sometimes getting frustrated that something doesn't look like it's happening as quick, I'll go, there's a reason, you know, this is for my higher purpose, the universe is, is that I have to learn something or, or whatever. It's, yeah. And patience is such a virtue, isn't it? I think one of the virtues that I've had to really double down on is patience. I'm I'm a new human here, so this is like my first lifetime. So patience is something that I've learned through my children. And I think a lot of people need to learn this beautiful gift of patience, of just knowing that it's going to happen in divine timing for you and it's going to happen if you keep taking those little action steps and keep aligning yourself to what it is you want it always works out in your highest good always not always how you want they're saying not always how you want but always what you need yeah goes hand in hand with surrender to i just surrender to when it will happen, when it's meant to happen, when it is for my highest good, it will happen and it will. Like you said, you just got to stay on that path. The little steps that are shown in front of you, take that next step, take that next step. Mm, I love that. So where can people stalk you, Ali, if they want to get uh, juicy with you? I don't know why they said that phrase. Sorry about that. Um, <laughs> no, I, love they... I, I love the term. Juicy. I use that a lot. Delicious and juicy. Oh, do that's, you? That's... Oh, that's why they said it then. <laughs> yeah, I do. I use that a lot. Oh, there um, you go. <laughs> so I'm on. I'm on TikTok and Instagram, Ali Gamolka. Um, and yeah, I do have. So I've got an incredible six week course. Like I said, it's been going for the last few years via an app. Mm. Ignite your pleasure power. So it teaches women how to do everything I've said and each week is a new module it's day by day helping you reconnect all every every single tool that when I began my pleasure awakening journey I was piecing it together from bits and pieces and it was this you know I I thought if if there was something to help people in one one go you know, and this this is what I did. And like I said, even the subconscious work is in there with the re- reprogramming for the, the pleasure and all of that. So this is an incredible course and I'm, I'm so proud of this and the women that it's helped all over the world. But I also have, um, which I'm about to release and will be by the time this podcast is released, um, a free guided practice. It's a really basic body activation, which... If you do even just that consistently, oh, my God, you're going to start feeling the subtleties of this energy in your body and start awakening your body in ways that, you know, I had no idea when I was fixated on I just want to be able to orgasm, I want to be multi-orgasmic. You know, I had this thing in my head. I had no idea just how juicy and how incredible it's far beyond my wildest dreams, you know, and it's it just came from surrendering, taking away this chase and surrendering and going, this will happen when it happens and I'm just going to focus on connecting and, yeah, oh, my God. So this this 
guided practice, this freebie, is part of the exact work that I did. And even doing that alone is going to help women to start activating and awakening their body. Oh, beautiful. We'll get that wrapped up in the um, the link and the bio then when we put it in our podcast so people can access that early because that sounds really beautiful. So um, mm-hmm. any last messages that you want to share with our readers and our listeners? That you are capable. You have an incredible ability to feel pleasure. You know, no one woman has, you know, it wasn't a lottery that one woman was picked to be this orgasmic woman and you weren't. We all have this same energy field. We have this, you know, we all have this ability and go within. There's a part of a part of you, you know, that is understanding what I'm saying because you know that it's true that you you were, you know, born to feel your pleasure freely and trust that follow that tap into that Mm. and yeah I love that it's so true it's what we say all the time as well so I love when I connect with other individuals that are just sharing the same message it's it's so beautiful so thank you so much for being here Ali I'm going to also thank our listeners and our readers and our watchers and um, I'll stop recording then we'll have a little chat thanks so much Bye.